0: Turn with me to Psalm 97 and verse 9. Psalm 97 and verse 9 says this, For you, Lord, are most high above all the earth. I'm glad he is. Yes. You are exalted far above all gods. The most high means that he's above all else. There's no other God in all the earth like our God. He is above all gods, and His Word is final authority. In Psalm seventy-eight thirty-five, it says this, Then they remembered that God was their rock, and the Most High God their Redeemer. It's good to remind ourselves that He is the rock of our salvation. And so we put our faith, we put our trust, and we put our entire hope in Him. The psalmist said this, when my heart is overwhelmed, I go to the rock that is higher than I. The psalmist said he that, he, he said that he who dwells in the secret place of the most high shall abide under the shadow of El Shaddai. Amen. It's good to be able to snuggle with the creator of the universe, to get under his wing. And declare of the Lord that He's our refuge, He's our fortress, and in Him do we trust. And so this Most High God has delegated dominion and authority to the church, which is His body. Amen. Now, remind you of this, that you and I have been raised up together with Him, and we have been given joint seating with Jesus Christ as an heir of God and as a joint heir with Jesus Christ you have joint seating and by the way this joint seating with him has benefits many people don't know what their benefits are in Christ but you do we are not perishing because we have vision we have been given revelation knowledge of our redemption Knowledge that's beyond the brain. Knowledge that's gone down into our heart. Knowledge that we will never ever let depart. Knowledge that puts our over, puts us over. We shall not be destroyed for a lack of revelation knowledge. Amen. So he gave us this joint seeding. And so the question would be, why would he do this? Well, the the book of Ephesians said this. He did this clearly to demonstrate... Through the ages. Three things. The immeasurable, the limitless, and the surpassing riches of His grace. And His unmerited favor. And His kindness toward us. And His kindness that flows through us. Through the Lord Jesus Christ. So as a church, you and I have been given dominion. And we have been given the privilege to display and to demonstrate to the world God's immeasurable, limitless, surpassing goodness and favor. Raise your right hand toward heaven and say this with me. I am an heir of God. And in Christ, I am displaying and demonstrating His great goodness and favor. Amen. And so we don't want to just take this dominion and take this authority that we have been given lightly. And I think a good study of it is really, really important in a local church at least one time a year. I think it's important to remind ourselves and then stir ourselves up that we have not been created to be dominated. We have been created to dominate. I'm looking at a congregation of royalty. I'm looking at a people of God who were once not a people, but now we are the people of God. Who were, not once, who were, who were once not kings and priests, but now we are kings and priests unto God. Amen. Amen? Amen? So let's go back to the book of beginnings tonight just for a few moments and let's look at Genesis chapter 1. And let's remind ourselves, let's water this seed, and let's talk about this creation that God made, you and I. Yes. In Genesis 1.26, And God said, so this is pretty serious, Let us make man in our image, after our likeness, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, the fowl of the air, the cattle over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creeps upon the earth. So God created man in his own image, created he them, male and female. Now notice in verse 28, let's read that together. And God blessed them and said unto them, be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth and subdue it And have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over every living thing that moves upon the earth. So, notice once again in verse 26 let them have dominion. Now, the word dominion is a great word. The word dominion means to rule and it means to reign. It means to prevail over or it means to govern. You and I have been given kingdom dominion. Jesus said, don't be afraid little flock because it is your father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Now, I absolutely love what one translation says. Young says it this way. Your father did delight to give you the rain. He delights to give you and I the rain. Look at your neighbor and say this to your neighbor. You and I are called to rule and to reign. Amen. Over creeps, too. So the word reign there means to, to rule, to have authority, royal power. You know, I just get happy when I think of this verse when we talk about dominion where he says, you're a chosen generation. Yeah, you're a royal priesthood. I'm in the presence of royalty tonight. Yeah, that's right. Amen. All because of King Jesus. Yeah. A holy nation. A His own special people. So that we could come to church and be quiet And be sad and somber. No. So that we could proclaim the praises of Him who called us out of darkness into His marvelous light. Woo! We were on our way to hell, brothers and sisters. But Jesus divinely connected us with the good news, the gospel of Jesus Christ. And no longer are we on our way to hell. We're on our way to heaven. And on our way, we ought to be singing and shouting and dancing and giving God the glory. So royalty reigns. Yes, it does. On the front row, we have King Thomas, <laughs> Queen DeMello, <laughs> Queen Brenda, All right. King Raul, <laughs> the ambassador to the Philippines. Not just the Philippines. He's an ambassador from heaven to this earth. And so are you. And so am I. Hallelujah. So royalty then reigns. Royalty in the natural, they have a throne. They have a seat of authority. In the spirit, we have a seat of authority. So we can do some praying from that place. We can do some praying for our nation in this, from that place. Amen. We can see change in the USA. We can see change in the Bay Area from our seat of authority. Amen? Amen? The book of Romans says we're going to reign as kings not when we get to heaven, but we're going to reign as kings in life through Jesus Christ. Amen. So here's what God said. God said, let's make man in our image after our likeness. One translation says, and let them have complete authority. Not partial, but let them have complete authority. It reminds me what Jesus said. I give unto you authority to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of, of the enemy and nothing in any way at any time is going to hurt you it's not going to harm you now there will be things and there will be tests and there will be things that will try to ascend from hell from the enemy and rise up but here's what we need to remember we are over it whatever he tries to bring up We can slap down. (laughs) Whatever shenanigans he brings to our life. We've got the name of Jesus, guys. We got the blood of the lamb. We got the power of the Holy Ghost. Amen. We can just slap it down. And demand it to get back under our feet where it belongs. Amen. So take then. Your God. Given. Authority. Authority. With the weapons of your warfare. Amen? Now, if sin has been an issue in your life, you do not have to let sin reign in your mortal body. You don't have to let sin dominate you. Now, in Romans, the sixth chapter, in the 14th verse, I want you to look at that tonight. Romans 6 14. For sin, whatever sin it might be, Whatever sin that you've yielded to in the past. Amen. For sin shall not have dominion over you. For you are not under the law. But what are you under? under grace. What does grace teach us? Grace teaches us that by the power of God, we can deny all ungodliness and all sin. We do not have to yield to what we've been yielding to in days past Amen. whatever sin it might be sin shall no longer Thank dominate Jesus. you and dominate me and one, one way that you can kind of school yourself into faith on that is say this to yourself on a continual basis I always do those things that please my father I always say those things that please my father And not not only that, but you can invite the Holy Spirit to put a watch over your mouth. Most sins come from this thing under your nose right here. The Bible calls it corrupt communication. The scripture calls it polluting language. But say this with me real strong. For sin sin. ain't going to dominate me. For I always do. Those things things. that please my Father. Father. So dominion over, dominion over sin. How about this one? Dominion over condemnation. Dominion over a a condemning spirit that tries to make you feel you'll, you'll never measure up. You'll never add up. You know, that's coming straight from the pit of hell. When you get a revelation of your right standing with God, condemnation will no longer be able to kill your confidence, but you'll be able to knock condemnation out with the scriptures of God's word. You've got dominion over condemnation. Not only that, but we've got dominion and we've got authority over sickness and disease. It really doesn't matter what has run in your family you are now in a new family. Okay. No, you don't leave your old family. You honor your old family. You honor your mother and father. You honor your siblings. But as far as in Christ Jesus, you are in the family of God and royal blood flows through your veins and the spirit of the living God will quicken your body. Absolutely. Well, dad died to this and Grandpa died of that. And Grandma died of this. You need to get just flat, authoritative, and just say, in the name of Jesus, that curse stops here, right now. I'm redeemed from the curse of the law. Amen? And it doesn't matter what it is. You know, it, it could be emotional turmoil to the degree of of just being unsound, in your emotions unsound mentally we need to take very seriously seriously our authority and we need to start speaking life to our emotions we need to start speaking life to our soul so the enemy will come after your soul he'll bring lies to the city of your soul That is why we need to flood our spirits with the Word of God and we need to keep our mind stayed on Him and remember that we have authority even over our emotions. Now, don't misunderstand me. We have a soul. We live in a body. Yes, there's going to be some emotions, but we need then to hold our emotions in check and not let our emotions rule us, but rather rule over them in the Word of God. One of the biggest things that the devil tries to bring into people's life is a sense of sadness, a sense of despair, and a sense of hopelessness. Yeah, there's days and there's times where we all feel that. But my dear brothers and sisters, that should not be a way of life for us. We should recognize the subtlety of the enemy and rise up with our dominion and put that rat on the run. Dominion. Look at Psalms 8. Hmm. Psalms 8. Notice with me in verse 4 through 6. Say with me the joy of the Lord. Lord. It's my strength. My mind. mind Is my mind. mind. And my mind. mind. Is off limits. limits. To the adversary. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Mm -mm -mm. okay psalms 8 verse 4 what is man that you are mindful of him you could get happy about that and the son of man that you visit him for you have made him a little lower than the angels and what have you crowned him with you have crowned your man with glory and honor One translation says this, But you placed the Son of Man just beneath God, and you have honored Him like royalty, crowning Him with glory and honor. Get this. Just beneath God, honored with royalty... And you've got a crown that you can't see in the natural. But you've got a crown in the realm of the spirit. And it's a crown of glory. And it's a crown of honor. Hallelujah. God sees us as his sons and his daughters. He sees us as royalty. He said, you placed everything on earth beneath his feet. And then in Genesis chapter 1, verse 28... Guys, you listen so good. We're not going to have an extra long meeting tonight. We'll be out by 10.30. <laughs> in Genesis 1, verse 28... I want, to, I want to unpack this a little bit. I want to break this down just a little bit. God blessed them. The word blessed there could easily mean empowered to prosper. And God said unto them, Be fruitful... The very fact that he said, be fruitful, enables us to be fruitful. Amen? Somebody says, well, I haven't been very fruitful. Well, be fruitful. Be fruitful. And then he goes on to say, and multiply, replenish the earth, subdue it, have dominion over the fish of the sea, and so on. So notice this phrase, replenish the earth and subdue it. Everyone say, replenish the earth and subdue it. Now, basically, you know, the word subdue means if it gets out of line, put it back. If it gets out of line, put it back. Amplified says it this way, subdue it. And part of subduing it is using all of the earth's vast resources. Let's look at the Amplified there in Genesis one twenty-eight. This is very interesting to me. Did you all know that the earth has got some vast resources? I mean vast resources. There, there's not one person in the world today that should be starving. Because God put more than, more than enough in the earth for everyone to be blessed. Now it hasn't been tapped into. It has not been been valued. You know, people over in India, for example, they don't eat cows. That's where they get the term "holy cow." You know, you think that the Cubs uh, announcer had that when he said "holy cow." But there's people literally starving in India, and cows are walking down the street. I got a word for him: kill the fatted calf. Please. But it's 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 interesting, and and we need to we need to subdue the earth. Yeah, that's good. He 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 didn't put what's in the earth and all of its vast resources. He didn't put that in the earth for pimps and for liquor companies. He didn't put all the vast resources in the earth for Playboy or for the pornographic industry. He didn't do that. He said the silver, come on, is mine. The gold is mine, the cattle of a thousand hills are mine, and I understand being an heir and a joint heir means if it's his, it's mine. And we do not want to be deceived into some sort of false humility thinking that we shouldn't have vast resources at our disposal for the furtherance of the gospel to reach the world and get out of this place. God blessed them and said unto them be fruitful I speak a word over you tonight be fruitful what God is in your heart so be it be fruitful multiply fill the earth subdue it now notice this using all of its vast resources don't let vast resources use you you use them Don't let vast resources have you. You have them. And so do it using its vast resources for what? In what? That I can go to Bahamas anytime I want. Huh? That I can have houses in every state that I want. I can have every kind of car that I want. Huh? no vast resources were never intended for us to consume upon our own lusts. there's nothing wrong with you having things but what's wrong is when things have us I'll put myself in there and subdue it what do you say we use its vast resources in the service of God and the service of man some of you may want to go out in your backyard and dig a little bit you may find a nugget or two, and let us have dominion, subduing it. Now look at Genesis two verse fifteen. Genesis the second chapter in the fifteenth verse. You getting anything out of this tonight? I hope so. Genesis two fifteen, and the Lord God took the man and that's Adam right or Adam and where did he put him he put him into the garden of Eden to flake off right is that what he did no he never intended for him to go into the garden and Eden and flake off He gave him the garden. He gave him the whole earth with all of its vast resources. But notice to do what? To number one, to dress it. And to keep it. This word dress means this. To work it. To till it. To cultivate it. And to develop it. If you're taking notes, again, to work it dress it to till it to cultivate it to develop it he put man in the garden of eden to do that to dress it but not only that but to keep it now this word keep is a very interesting word and this goes into our lives into where we live today I want you to dress it Adam but I also want you to keep it part of keeping things that God gives part of that means keeping things out keeping things out Amen I keep intruders out of my marriage Amen. We were in a swimming pool the other day and Brenda and I were in there and this guy asked if that was my wife and I said, yes, she is. (laughs) Yes, she is my wife. Keep. Keep. Keep your soul. Don't invite intruders into your soul. There's so much media that is so anti-Christ. Mm-hmm. The word keep means to put a hedge of thorns around it. For us, it would be that mighty shield of faith. Mm-hmm. That impenetrable shield That mighty shield of favor. Mm -hmm. Put a hedge of thorns around it. And I like this to watch over it, to keep a watchful eye over it. It also means to guard, Mm -hmm. it means to protect, it means to defend. Defend. Mm-hmm. I like this one. It means to safeguard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Additionally, it means to bodyguard. <laughs> it also means to be a gatekeeper. Yeah, you and I are gatekeepers over this nation. Mm-hmm. That's right. And we will be held accountable. For what happens in this nation, lukewarmness that we may have in the body of Christ is not acceptable, and it is not an excuse. Being busy, too busy to pray is not an excuse for us. Come on, somebody. Amen. We are watchmen and we are watchwomen on the wall. This is our domain. This property. Mm -hmm. We've walked this property. Mm -hmm. And we've drawn a bloodline around this property. And in the name of Jesus, we plead the blood of Jesus over this entire property. And we declare that no evil shall befall us, neither shall any plague come nigh our dwelling. God will hold us responsible. Mm-hmm. That's good. And I don't say you, I say us. The body of Christ. That's right. Responsible to nurture, to guard, to pray, to protect our nation. Amen. <clears throat> Hallelujah. You and I have been given dominion and authority over any kind of attack that the devil may bring into our lives. The Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's praise Him for a minute. Amen. Glory to God. Blessed be your name. Glory, glory, glory. Glory, glory. Hallelujah. glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory, 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 glory. Hallelujah. Now submit your entire lives unto me. Come under me, saith the Lord, and I will protect you and I will keep you. Submit yourself to me. Give me my rightful place over you then you shall be able to arise with authority and dominion and take your place and put the enemy on the run because he's under you. Amen. Glory to God. Glory to God. Give me place. Give me place in your homes. Give me place turn some of those things off that go on in your home matter of fact I believe the spirit of the Lord is saying to some of you shut them down shut them down give me place in your home in your family for I believe the spirit of God is saying oh how I desire to move so much in your home and in your family. Thank you, Lord Jesus. But just give me place. Give me place. And then open your eyes. Pray for your eyes to be opened. For I will show you. Things that would attempt to intrude. Into your life and into your family. Rise up. Rise up, rise up, keep yourself pure, keep your mind upon me, keep holy the Sabbath. Hallelujah! Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Uh And I believe the Spirit of the Lord is saying this too. Keep, speaking to all of us, keep your tongue. Keep your tongue. Keep your tongue. Let's let's put our hands over our heart. Lord, set a watch watch. over the words of my mouth. mouth. In the name of Jesus. Let's pray in the Holy Spirit for a few minutes. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Pastor Tom and me, just come on back. I didn't have a long word tonight, but I believe it was an effective word. A word in season. Amen. Let's look at these definitions again. Replenish the earth, subdue it. When it gets out of line, put it back. <laughs> I think about Lester Sumrall he was sleeping and I believe it was a hotel room and some chair moved across the other side of the room it was a demonic force Lester didn't get all frustrated he just pointed at it and said put it back (laughs) and the chair moved right back that's the kind of dominion the kind of authority we have I can remember the first time that Dad Hagen came to East Bay Faith Center that's our corporate name incidentally East Bay Faith Center. But we uh we have an AKA also known as Heart of the Bay Christian Center. Amen. But I can remember the first time that he came to minister to us on a Sunday night. How many of you were there at Marina High School? Oh my, what a what a pleasure it was to have the man of God there. whoo Man, it was good. And uh so I remember the next day and I'd gone up to his suite. Brenda and Mrs. Hagan had gone over to san francisco or something to do something we're going to meet them over later and i can remember dad just pointing at me it was like the spirit of the lord was upon him and he said to me he says he says we have authority that we've not yet fully realized we have authority that we have barely tapped into hallelujah How many of you are interested in tapping into more of the authority of the believer that belongs to you? Amen? Part of it is authority in this nation. Oh, glory to God. Glory to God. I refuse. I refuse to be negative. Practice Having a positive attitude. Practice having a confident and favorable expectation of good happening in our nation. Amen? Amen? Amen. Oh, hallelujah. Let's stand up, everybody. Glory to God. Did the Lord speak to you tonight?